Warning, this podcast contains adult themes and bad language. We could talk about prisons, actually, in the States and what's going on there. What's going on in prisons in the States? I don't know anything. Tell me. It's just they've, mon- it's, it's they've monetised it, haven't they, really? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't do that here. And there's a part of me that actually thinks you don't go to streamers in the States, but you need to reform the prison model here. Where they just lounge around, get half a sentence without even really carrying out good behaviour. Um. And they, they've all got TVs in their cells and there's a pool club and all sorts. Honest to God, if you had no life at all, I'd probably be happier in prison in certain respects. I would. You've got a roof over your head. You're not homeless. Sex on tap. <laughs> Whether you want it or not. Um... <laughs> in some cases, <laughs> you can fulfil some of your fantasies in that case. Yeah, but it's... Um... Yeah. I, uh... I, look, there's, there's a prison system out there um, in a wonderful country called Russia. And I've probably watched this documentary. Russia. I love a bit of Russia. I, um, I've watched this documentary, I reckon, three or four times because I'm absolutely mind-blown and fascinated. Go on. And docu- Sounds good. The documentary, the documentary is about a prison in um, Russia, probably in Siberia. I can't remember where it is, but it's in the middle of nowhere. And it's called Black Dolphin. Nice and easy to remember. You go in there and you're never coming out again. All right, so it's life, proper life sentences. Not what you get over here, proper life sentence. And it is full of the worst of society that have been put in there. And every day is monotonous. You wake up at 6 a.m. and then you're stuck in your cell for that, that whole period apart from you get 45 minutes or an hour outside of your cell to walk around an indoor yard on your own you go back to your cell you're not allowed to lay on the bed or go to sleep until 10 p.m your cell is a cell within a cell within a cell there's absolutely zero ways of escaping and when the guards come to check you they have to put you in a uh, a, a certain pose so you can't resist you've got five big lump guards around you and an attack dog and um, your arms are up behind your back in the air as you're knelt forward and you're completely powerless, and every day is exactly the same. So it's mental torture. There's no televisions in their cell. They've got books and magazines. They might have a cellmate, but that's it. Every day is exactly the same. And why that blew my mind is because, and there are people in single cells as well. How do you cope with that? How do you cope with that 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 a monotony without going absolutely balmy, but b the fact that you're never coming out. And I thought it was fantastic. And I'll, because I'm, I'm probably a bit harsher in my perspectives than you, being that we're having a very light hearted um, podcast session, I'd love something like that to come out in the UK. And you might see real reform at that point with criminals because it's such a harsh reality. I'm not talking death penalty and stuff like that. But if you're noncing kids, off to Black Dolphin you go and you're never getting out. It's shit. Yeah, they do. Slot. They do say though. So I'm kind of with you, and it seems like common sense. The harder the punishment, the least likely someone will do the crime. But they do say, um, like the death penalty, for example, makes no fucking difference. 
Now, I understand that, but it, what, what makes this different is um, with Black Dolphin, these aren't the type of people that have done armed robbery. They're not the type of people that have done a bit of GBH. These are nonces, these are rapists, these are murderers and cannibals, proper worst of society. Scum. All in there, never proper scum, never coming out. They're never going to reform because they're not being taken there to be reformed. They're there to be punished. And they're, they're not being given death penalty because the whole idea of that punishment is proper suffering. So if you're really if you're prepared to do an extreme crime, then you've mm. got the most extreme punishment. And for me, the most extreme pu- punishment is monotony and boredom and the fact that you know this is the end. I, I, I'm fascinated by it. And I'm probably going to watch it again tonight now I've mentioned it because I will never hopefully be in a position where A, I visit Russia and B, I end up doing something so extreme that that's the rest of my life because no one's come to visit me at that point and they're only allowed to visit you, I think it was twice a year. So it's just proper shit. As everything you Two know, visits a year? Two visits a year. And plus Jesus. you're in the middle of nowhere. And you're in the middle of nowhere. So... It's, it's the harshest of harsh. Imagine you can only pick one. Imagine I chose you as my visit. You didn't turn up. <laughs> You're like, oh, fucking <laughs> forgot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Oh, fuck it. It was John's birthday. Yeah, John's birthday. Couldn't make it. I'll see you I got next a wedding. year, i got a wedding. Yeah, I'll see you next year. <laughs> Yeah, just call yeah, me. Yeah, just call me. Like I'm sitting in there, two minutes to go, still waiting. He's gonna. Sorry, turn mate, up. can't make it. He's gonna busy. turn up. Phone They just had me a phone in in the cell. Nicky Hawkins outside the bowling West Ham fan TV. I'm here with Fred. Um, Fred got out of jail free there, mate. Definitely. Uh, I just feel that sometimes we either turn up or we don't. Um, I don't feel we turned up today. I, I, I have got. <laughs> I have got a ready-made excuse for things. Usually big things that I don't want to do, and it's well planned. And it's it's never with people I know that well. I like for it. I definitely when I don't like them. But if I don't want to do something or really, really want to get out of something, my uncle Bob's dead. And I stole an Uncle Bob off someone else. <laughs> but the amount of times Uncle Bob died been resurrected, it's a surefire way of getting out of something. Oh, well, honestly, this is saying a lot about me now. Oh, um, I don't know. I'm meant to go and visit something that I've got no interest in doing to do. They're separate from the wife because the wife won't let me get away with this. I go, uh, Mr. Bowman, are you coming to blah, blah, blah? I can't make it. I'm sorry. I've just had some bad news. Oh, what's wrong? I'm oh, my Uncle Bob's dead. I've got to go. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's that done and dusted i tell you one good thing about having kids mate you can always get out of a shit a shit event because alright the number of people that have not come to my birthday for example because their kids ill alright <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding you I think I had a birthday once and about six mates and six kids <laughs> I was like there must be a bug going around <laughs> I've <laughs> got sick kids. Um, <laughs> That's what you know when your wife does it to you. Though. Yeah, I can't make your birthday. Our kids are sick. Uh, there was, I know, fucking... oh, I oh, know. But there was, um, I do like the guys. Like, um, so there's a bit of a movement out there of people 
who just base have made the decision they're never going to tell a lie. They're never ever going to lie. You know, like the wife's like, Do, "Does my bum look big in this?" You ask that geezer, and he'll go, "Yeah." There's no, there's no, there's no um, sugarcoating it. Brilliant. You just get sorry, sorry, just to cut you off for a second. I apologise, but there's another um, uh, onions and Franks do. And that, we have to go a day that line. What, we have to go a complete, a whole day? You have to film your day. Yeah. Wherever you are. And we could stitch the video together. But yeah, you have to go the whole day without selling a porky. This case has already been delayed several times, Mr. E. I realise that, Your Honour, but I would really, really, really like a continuance. I'll have to hear good cause, Counsel. What's the problem? I can't lie. Well, you yeah, or in fact, or to make it, well, no one might speak to you for the whole day, so you, you just have no, to no, say no. whatever's you have to put on your mind. In the situation, and then you you, you can feed other people questions to ask. Obviously it can't be too controversy because it could end up in all sorts of scenarios. But you can you can force the issue a bit, such as um does my bum look big in this and you can put an answer to that. Or um do you wanna knob my aunt? And then you're up shit's creek at that point because you've been telling all your mates you want to knob their aunt and then you have to answer <laughs> The actual missus. Yeah. <laughs> she do what I think about when I'm on top of you. I suppose I didn't say you had to get descriptive, but if they ask more questions, you have to even answer. But yes, true. yeah, that's that, true. That, that could be one. That, that could be an episode. Oh. You might ruin your life afterwards as, as your, your boss rings. Well, you what does that it. matter, eh? We, we, we made good TV. We're not even we TV. Good TV. Got an additional ten viewers or listeners at that point. Yeah, the good thing is it's there forever. (laughs) Nothing too controversy. Not the controversial. Pardon me, but yeah, God, sorry, you were saying something that uh, about something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I think that uh, yeah, I'm finished on that topic. Wow. So, are you going to be watching a bit about Black Dolphin tonight? Yeah, I will look it up. So it's on YouTube, is it? It is, it is. Just type in Black Dolphin Prison, you'll find it. And then, while you're at it, compare it to a Norwegian prison, which oh, is a holiday no. camp. You're not there. A literal yeah. holiday camp. Is that Norway, together. Norway's one of the countries where you can actually choose when you go to prison? I, don't, I didn't know that, but... Did you know hey, that? It's one of those, what you what you in for, Bjorn? Oh, I uh, butchered my wife and burnt my kid's life. Oh, you naughty boy. Well, we expect you in prison in a week. You'll be here for five years. And if you are a good lad during those five years, you'll be set free. And when you come here, you, you can walk around the prison as you like. You can make food and watch television and, and play games and, and socialise whenever you like. And then five years later, after you've left our hotel, you go back to normal society. Uh, no. I was, I was, it's true. They're all about not labelling you a criminal in those countries. So... Because if you if you ever do you know the girl with the dragon tattoo books and film and whatnot? Yes. 
it's one of my favorite books I've ever read. And in that, I won't give any of the story away, but it starts with like one of them's expected to go to prison and he's choosing which, which is the best time to go. So what they don't, you know, like in the States or here, right, Dave Onions, you've been nonsense again, um, sniffing, <laughs> sniffing the fucking seats at the taxi rank. Um, you've got, you take the worst one, Vink. <laughs> right. uh, you're getting three months, right? And that's it. And you, you walk out the door, you go, you go to prison for three months. Whereas in Sweden, they'll say, um, yeah, you're getting three months. Uh, you know, nicking the underwear off the neighbour's line again, Dave Onions, right? And you'll say, I've got to get my life in order. I've got to sort my house out so I don't go homeless. I need to sort my job out saying, oh, I'm off for three months. Sort the kids out. Honestly, it does. When you look at it that way, it makes a little bit of sense. And then you go and do your three months. And then uh, when you come out, you've still got, it, it hasn't completely and utterly ruined you, and then you can carry on kind of being helpful to society. Let me give you one name, right? And you choose their prison. The name I'm giving you is Anders Breivik. Holiday uh, Home or Black Dolphin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he would probably get even special treatment over there. Where did he actually get sentenced? Uh, it's what country is he from? The, yeah, it's one of the uh, Nordics, isn't it? Was it Norway? Yeah. It's Norway or Sweden. It wasn't yeah, Iceland, it's Finland or Denmark. It's Norway. Either way, the minute he's released, and you know he's going to get released at some point, he will be back out there looking for the first weapon he can and kill more people. And that's when they'll try and change legislation at that point. But yeah, yeah it, uh, I, it's all about actual reform. I get the reasoning behind it but it's a bit too namby-pamby for me and I prefer the way the Russians do it not quite the way the Chinese do it I'm not I'm not down with that but the way the Russians do it is they'll bore you out of existence to the point you want to top yourself but you can't even do that so you uh. literally do suffer to the minute you die and you'll probably die of stress at that point from being so bored yeah I, I am all down for I think in a lot of a lot of respects, they want um, criminals to have an easiest time as possible in prison because it makes it easy for the prison staff. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. On it, that's what people think about people like police officers. They think, oh, oh that copper really wanted to nick me. He he was he was he was itching to arrest me, and I'm like, I bet you he was actually itching to get fucking off on time. Yeah, not after hang, not after hang around with you for hours, gobbing off well, at him, I, which is what I imagine happened. Oh, I bet you a million percent that the uh, guards at Black Dolphin have an easier life than they do at this Norwegian prison, because at the Norwegian prison you only have to get Dave or Bjorn, whatever, who's had a bad day, and he'll chin you, and he'll get a month added to his sentence. Whereas Black Dolphin, you don't get the chance to chin anyone. And if you do, there's another four lumps waiting to club you and set the attack dog on you. So it's really not worth it. So oh, uh, I re- yeah. they live in a shithole. They live in a shithole. They have to deal with harsh weathers. But actually dealing with inmates is probably the easiest part of their day rather than the 200-mile drive home at the at the end of the day. But um, just imagine, though, put yourself in this position. You're an Englishman. You've gone over to Russia. You've had a tear-up with a Russian, you've walloped him, he's gone down, he's hit his head, and he's died. Shit. 
right, I'm, it's bad enough that I'm going to do a bit of bird in Russia. Mm. You're taking the dog and your brief slobber down is fighting your case against Judge Ivan. And Ivan's got that stern look in his face and Slobodan's looking a bit um, gutted because he's, you've just been sentenced without you realising it to Black Dolphin. And you've seen documentaries on Black Dolphin. How the fuck do you feel at that moment? Yeah, I'd, I'd want... I'd want... I'd want to plead and say, yeah, can I have a few months to sort my life out, please? <laughs> um, um, and then you'd, I'd think, and you'd look at your solicitor and you'd be like, can I have some advice? And I think what he'd do is he'd point at a few white guys with skinheads and tattoos and he'd be like, you see those guys over there? They're your friends now. You've got no friends. You're, you're, you're going <laughs> yeah, to Black yeah. Dolphin. There is no friends. There's no enemies. There's there you go. On the no friend, no enemies. You ain't going to miss anyone's birthday. If if you got oh, yeah. exactly, you're not going to miss anything. Hey. If you got the American prisoners from the American prison system and put them in Black Dolphin, you know the, the because they've got their racial segregations. You've got the Mexicans, blacks, mm. the, the whites, and they separate them and they're all violent and they kill each other and it's drug. You're not getting that in Black Dolphin. There's no contraband going through there. There's no drugs going through there. Oh, I mean, that is another thing. I cannot believe how easy it is to, to get contraband into prisons. But well, you've, have you ever been to visit someone in a prison? Um, I can't say I have. There's not too many of my pals are criminals, but if anyone wants to volunteer, um, get in touch with the local podcast and let us know your plans so we know what you visit you afterwards. <laughs> Wait, right? You get searched... But it's not, it's not, it's not um, a strip search, right? So you do get searched, and you think, "Oh, I'm going to be talking to him through a telephone with a glass, plexiglass thing between us, and a guard stood over my shoulder." Nah, it's a big, massive room. And you will go in there, and you all, and they really is like birds of a feather. <laughs> yeah, and they all sit and talk to each other, and you're kind of like, well. And uh, mate, the number of people that must be passing things under to each other. I've got, how many videos have you seen doing the rounds by WhatsApp or other means of prisoners in uh, with mobile phones filming stuff? Because that's really smart of them, of course. Yeah. Not, not keep the mobile um, under wraps. No, let's film ourselves doing stuff. And it, our prisons are not far off the US ones. They're not as violent yet, and they're not as racially segregated. But it could happen. It, it could become like that. Um, <coughs> Sorry. And uh, the, it, it's just a piss take. If if I was ever uh, in power, I would put it to the population. And this is a population I think that would vote for it. Go. Would you like to see Black Dolphin style prison systems introduced into the UK? And then boom, none of that shit will happen again. Yeah. I don't. I no. don't know. I don't know, bud. I really don't. I'd have because at what point do you say maybe this isn't working, and then we've just made a load of guys' lives extremely miserable? Because well, you are essentially saying your life's worthless. We're not even going to bother to try and turn you around and help you. Well, if you're uh, uh, this is me in my particular personal perspective. If you're a paedophile, if you're a rapist, if you're a murderer, and I'm sorry, I don't care about you anymore. 
Oh, the, there is an exception to certain rules. So crimes of passion, if someone slipped your wife one and has been doing it for a while and you stick an axe in the back of her head, you've got to go away, but you're not going to Black Dolphin. You're not going to Black Dolphin because while it was a despicable thing to do, it's understandable. But if you're just murdering people because you're a sick cunt, then I'm sorry, you're going to Black Dolphin. Your life's essentially over. You are scum. I don't care about you. You can rot, but you won't be able to kill yourself. You're staying in there until you die. And I think a lot of people would see that as justice. And I am someone in favour of small government and not massive government intervention. But one of the things you have to get tougher on would be laws and things like that. You want to make sure you've got a population who feels safe. And they don't have to worry about Bob the banger who's going to turn up around your house and stick an axe in your nut for no reason. And kill your hamster. Yeah. No, I, I, I am with you. I, I think it needs to be toughened up, and I think you need to do more. I think giving someone an automatic um, half, you know, third off their sentence, whatever, or or you only spend half of your time in the prison of what you get sentenced at court. I think you need to to earn it. You need to, and I mean it, be exemplary. Like you are trying your hardest to earn it. Um, commit completing all the courses you need to do, making staff, being a benefit to society, starting a job before before you even get released. You know they should work you down from a category A to a category e to an open prison. You start going to your job. You, know, you go out and do your job, and then you come home. And you sleep in the prison at night. I know it's bonkers. No, That's how it should be. You'd never be able to do it while there's um, gangs in prisons and, and then drugs until you can stop the gang culture and the drugs and other things running through. We, you could. Have, you you could. could. How, 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 how? You, I, I would have it where if, if you want to work in a prison and, and if they don't like it, don't get a job there. But all guards get um, checked, I mean, to the point where you could be randomly strip searched at any time on the way into I, work. And then you, all visitors are through, are, uh, cannot be in person. Yeah, but there's still ways. Aside from that, you've got the gang stuff. So, John, how are they going to get it in though? Well, you, no, the, the drugs aside, you're still going to have the, the the gangs and stuff like that. The violence is in there, so it's difficult. You can, but there's no money. They're not making money really. They they can orc- They might try and orchestrate stuff on the outside. That does occur. The, 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 one of the ways you can get drugs and whatever else in to keep the money flowing is you only need a few of the of the chain that are meant to be doing these checks. Um, turn the blind eye and stuff comes in and people will always take the risk because there's money to be earned if you're not being strip searched regularly if you know it could happen once a year but a lot of people take that risk oh, well, I'll stick a bit of contraband up the old back door, I'll get it through and then it can circulate it, um, but the, the risk is mate, the risk is so high you know like, I reckon there's always someone who's nicking from work there's always, there's always some employees, you know, even the good ones. Oh, I've, I've worked for House of Fraser for 12 years, and you find out for the last six they've been nicking out the till, right? There's always someone at it. And, and it's the same with the prison guards, but they must know if you've been smuggling stuff in and get caught, you're getting a massive sentence. Of course. Of course and then but... you'll be a snip. You, what, what do they call them again in prison? Um Screws, that's it. So you're seen as the screw in prison. It wouldn't be a nice life. Well, probably you'll get put in a protected unit. But the other thing is, um, again, there's always someone that wouldn't take the risk. 
if you've got something like Black Dolphin put in place or you have harsher prison sentences, I'm not so much against like Dave, who's um, done a bookies over, having a, a video player or video player, Jesus, if that's not quite, they're having a, a DVD player and, and a PlayStation and telly, but they have to earn those privileges at the same time. They have to have exemplary behaviour. They can't, if they accidentally violate away, things are taken away and time is added on the sentence. I think that could work. But for the most extreme criminals, you need the most extreme treatments. And I used to be quite heavily in favour. Well, like castration. For rapists and nonces, I would absolutely do that. But um, but no, no, I think something like Black Dolphin would actually be a good idea. Uh, I think that would put the fear into people because... I wouldn't have the death penalty there because that is true suffrage and that is true penance being paid at that point. So you did the crime, you're definitely getting punished for it. What'd you do? You you, you robbed the bookies. All right, yeah, just you're going to a normal prison. Uh, you can do everything that you said before, your exemplary behaviour, uh, you've proved yourself. And I'd actually put schemes in place where employers have to give criminals, reformed criminals, the op- opportunity to actually work in places, because you know, as well as I do, if uh, a, an employer gets a, um, a CV and, and they get confirmation that the person's done prison time, they will never give them a chance. But mm-hmm. there should be laws in place to protect people who are reformed, but you have to have that sort of stuff in place. And at the moment, you've got a prison system where people could just run amok. Therefore, well, in the States, I think as part of someone's parole, and parole's a lot harder to get there, you have to do a job. And it's like if you if you don't want to flip burgers at Burger King, if you wanna if you if you don't turn up for work, you go back to prison. No, no, you're missing my point. Sorry, I should have made it clear anyway. Yeah. Uh, I have got a degree in prison uh, and I'm an accountant. And I shouldn't be um I should be uh, stopped from it should be illegal to discount my qualifications and skills to become an accountant on the basis of that I've done prison time because I've taken the time. I'm qualified. I'm 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 ready for this job. It should. And likewise, it no, hold should. up, hold up, hold up, hold up a minute, hold up, hold up a minute. And likewise, so, so the same the experienced accountant goes away um, for GBH and he comes out. He's lost his job because obviously he's had to go to prison for a couple of years. He comes out. He's been as good a girl. He's definitely reformed. He should be able to go back into that world because he's qualified he's good enough to do that job and if you're asking to flip burgers at the end of it then that's not a life they're gonna return to crime at that point you want to avoid that otherwise they are not being reformed and again so i've got the two things that i've got the black dolphin for the 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 most vicious and vile criminals that you get and for those that have done stupid things but things that you you can um um, be reformed from, but they should be able to find a way back into society that matches their skills and ability. And there, you're going to have pe- people going to be less likely to recommit crimes because they feel that they can achieve something and be part of society. At, you, I'll get you. And it, in a nice world, it would be illegal, but you you couldn't police it because all they'll say is, um, uh, "Oh, it's nothing to do with the fact you went to prison. We just found a better candidate." Well, you just take the criminal the, the, uh, the criminal record check off because you wouldn't have to worry about employing a nonce, a murderer, or a rapist because they're in black dolphin. You might have <laughs> you, you might have had you might have had again you might have had John who's black the bookies, and uh, John had come from a broken home, 
uh, he struggled in real life and made stupid decisions, but he went to prison, got educated, he had mentorship, uh, he's being watched outside of prison for the first year or two to make sure he doesn't reoffend and all that sort of stuff. So it gives him a chance at that point to make something himself and fit into society and be a benefit. And if he reoffends, then he has to go through that whole process again. And I'd go for a third strike rule. If you come out and you give another opportunity and you spurn that, then you're off the black dolphin as well because you're a useless cunt. <laughs> and that's with, what the judge I'm, I'm with you on the strikes rule. So I think it does get ludicrous when you've got some fellow who's like a career burglar, 50 years old. He's been to prison 30 times, nicked 120 times. I mean, you do get people that have been nicked hundreds of times. Yeah, and 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 they go and they get six weeks for another burglary, and I'm just kind of like, nah, nah. This because prison doesn't work for this fella. So you have two options: you either bang him up for a seriously long time, or don't even bother. What's the point? Yeah. Don't get force him to do something else. Say, right, we're not seeing you to prison, mate, because you obviously don't care. You're going to get sent to, um, uh, uh. The front line in Iran, where or wherever we're at war next, Couldn't and you're that. you're just going to be a stretcher carrier, you know, you know, like, oh for fuck's sake, because they would do it. Because the only way you're going to get someone to do something like that, you like you go to Iran, you're on the front line, we're at war. Um, when someone hits the deck, you're going to go and rescue them. And John will go, no, I ain't doing it. All right, you you we're going to put you in a military prison. All right, all right then I'll go in a military prison. I'll go all right then. Sorry, but John, you've got to do the job because uh, we'll have to go around a cow on this rule that we had in World War One. What do you mean? Go and get that body. No, I'm not doing it. Well, I've got a loaded gun here. If you don't exactly. go and get that fucking body, I have got authority to shoot you. And because we're in a modern age, we can film that and stick it on live leak and then share it with everyone that um, Bob the Knob got a bullet in the head because he's a cunt. Yeah. I think yeah. that could work. Oh, yeah. there's got to be ways to do it. There's got to be ways to get people reformed because not everyone who commits crime is an absolute total scumbag. Some of them do actually, and I'm saying this with, with no experience, by the way. So, um, you know, this is not this is not financial advice, just to put that out there again. <laughs> but uh, some of them probably do find themselves in a, a spot of bother or they're easily led and that... They get caught for something stupid that they shouldn't have been involved in, situational maybe, and then they've got no chance in life after. And then the cycle continues. But if you can find a genuine way of getting them reintegrating society, becoming a functional cog in that society, that's a good thing. With the threat for the real criminals, for the real Romans of uh, Black Dolphin or the British equivalent, um, Dead Dolphin, hanging over the top of them. Mm-hmm. That's my uh, society. I'm going. I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm. I'm going to run for 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 office. That's it. I'm doing it. I'm going to get a campaign. I'm, I'm going to run. It's all going to be based around truth, justice, and the onion way. The onion way. Vote um, onion. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about your your bojos and your Keir Starmers uh, and and all that. Get behind onions. No more tears. No more tears. Vote onions. Vote onions. Um, I like it. I'm voting for you, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for Done. listening. Thanks to my uh, 
lovely as always, handsome uh, guest host, Dave Onions. Thank you very much. It's time to close the podcast. I think Jack's off to bed and I'm off to Black Dolphin. Yeah. If you want to follow us, the podcast, we're on Twitter. Send us comments, send us topics you'd like to cover, bad jokes, reviews or anything else you fancy. Take care all. Bye-bye. No, 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 no. Bye-bye. No. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You hang up. Oh, yeah. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. <laughs>